To this podcast, we're going to discuss half-ass daters, the downfall of being a nice dater, and how to stay on your path. Stay tuned, learn something, apply the Dating Doc Podcast. So tomorrow, or depending on the time that you listen to this podcast, taking my daughter to the daddy-daughter dance tomorrow. Love it. Uh, reason being is this is something that's going to leave a memory with her. Um, and, and I generally enjoy it. You know, I'm not like, oh, let me let me make sure that I lead with character. And no, like I, I really enjoy it. I get dressed up. They got some really good snacks. See all these midget clones with their dads. And it's a good time something to really look forward to um and if you can't hear in the background sometimes you'll hear it throughout the podcast that is my dog chasing toys around my floor and uh her name is Michaela she turns two years old this weekend so um heck of a weekend coming up it's a fun one and um yeah can't can't wait for it and uh, work-wise, I'm at a new command with the military. Totally enjoying it. Love the people around me. It's that gratitude mindset. And uh, I can't always say that. I know, uh, won't say how long ago, but I was in a place work-wise I didn't enjoy. And um, it, it affected a lot of things. I had a triple effect on a lot of things. And I was able to redesign where I'm at and... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I got rocket fuel. If you heard the last podcast, allergy meds are, are working pretty well. So I'm, I'm happy I'm doing well. And, um, yeah, you know, I wanted, wanted to do something a little different for the podcast. You know, I'm always slamming into a dating, dating theme or topic or subject. But I figured, hey, you should know the, uh, the guy behind all of this and what's going on in, in my world. So, um, What's going on in your world? Uh, let me know if you see this on video form or if you have a way to contact me. Hey, send me a quick DM on Instagram, the dating doc, or go ahead and text my business line, 210-664-0192, 210-664-0192. Just send me a quick shout out. Let me know how life is. I'll send you a quick response. So stay tuned. Half-ass daters, these are the type of folks that they will apply a balance of lackadaisical with indecisiveness. And the reason they do this is clear. They're trying to protect themselves from making the effort, from feeling pain, from not putting in an investment. And this applies to short-term, long-term. Half-ass daters are the ones that you... You can try to empower a little bit, but don't waste your time too much if they're not about it. So what's a half-assed dater? A half-assed dater is a type of person that even if they're presented with a person that is of high value in front of them, right? Let's say they have their dream person, the person that the qualities they're looking for physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, they have that person. 
they're talking to them, they're dating them, checking, you know, checking out the scene with them. But they're half-ass dating, right? Because of the past, because of pain, because of some hurt, because of um, fear of rejection, fear of time being wasted. Half-ass daters are just that. Do you really think that you're going to go to a job interview and that you're going to apply, you go up there, you've made the effort in getting that far, and all of a sudden, the supervisor or the HR manager asks you, why do you want this job? Come on now. If you answer with, I don't know, I'm just kind of seeing how things are, see if it pans out. Do you really think they're going to want you as a candidate? Okay, I'm going to say that again for emphasis. If you apply for a job, do you think they will hire you if you say, I don't know, I'm just kind of checking it out? No. And if you're the HR or supervisor, you're not going to hire someone who's half-assing because guess what? What are they going to bring to the game when you put them on a project? They're going to half-ass it. The first impression is they don't know what they want. So why would you want to waste time with someone like that in the dating world? And I got that, okay? People go through breakups. It's okay if people don't know what they want. Yes, in some ways, that's fine if you're, if you're back in the dating game and you're just feeling it out. But again, if you have what you're looking for, unless you're planning on swiping until you're 80, you need to go out there and grab it. All right, that big old paycheck, okay? If it's right there in front of your face, you need to grab it. Don't be saying, well, I don't know. I'm worried I might get a paper cut. No, you better grab that paycheck. All right, so you got to go for yours. All right, so if you're a half-ass dater and you're listening to this, quit. Okay, figure out why you're doing it. Like I said, even if it's casual. Even if you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to have my fun, sleep around, or you don't want to sleep around. Casual could also mean, hey, you're just having fun going, doing activities, being around someone you're attracted to. Don't mean sex, right? People think casual must equal sex or a hookup. Casual dating means, you know, you're not at the long-term mode. Maybe you'll never be at the long-term mode, right? Let's say... You're down a couple divorces or you know for a fact you're never going to live with someone or get married. It's totally okay to be casual, but don't be a half-ass dater. And if you say you want long-term, you, you want to settle down with someone, but you're like, well, I'm just kind of prouncing around and seeing what's out there. And I, I really don't know. You're going to lose out to someone else that does know what's going on, that does want something. Doesn't mean they need to jump into a commitment. But they know why they're doing it. It is okay to know what you want and still be chill enough to go with the flow and develop those good vibes. All right, folks, let's quit doing that. And as always, you can't get time back. So quit being a half-ass dater and quit promoting and chasing a half-ass dater.
this little segment is about how to adjust a path, right? How to adjust a journey. And uh, what's that mean? Okay, it means if you're used to running the same route in life, how to take that other route that gets you where you need to be at, even though it looks like it's going to have a lot more hills and a little bit of rockier path. So I'll give you a quick example. I grew up bouncing around as an army brat to different um, stations, different military posts. Air Force calls them bases. The army calls them posts. And um, it's interesting because I, I you know, I, I grew up either learning one language or the other. If I, if my dad was stationed in Puerto Rico, I would forget English and vice versa. When we're in Germany, I'd forget Spanish. And um, I ended up in an ESL class, right? So I already felt a little bit behind. There's some insecurities there as a kid. Um, everyone else is kind of like laughing at this guy who has an accent. I sort of kind of do have an accent, but I like it. Um, eat your heart, eat your heart out, Sophia Vergara. It's not that bad. But um, came from that environment. Insecurities obviously led to me questioning other subjects, right? Math, science, wondering, hey, maybe I'm getting this wrong if I can't even speak the language, right? Now, there were some intangibles that were interesting. Even though I was an ESO, I actually was a good speller, English speller. So I would be at least a runner-up. If not, I would win my elementary spelling bee. Again, the guy who didn't speak the language would somehow be able to have the memory to remember the word, the way the words were spelled. And um, eventually became somewhat bilingual and um, gained a little bit more confidence. But one thing that I noticed is even as a kid, I knew there is more in store than this frustration. There was more than saying, I'm just an ESL kid that's going to be tracked a certain way and I'm not going to excel. I knew, I, I, I knew there was a chance I was going to change and I took full advantage of it. And there's one lesson that, that really I, I want to drive home is that sometimes you have to be pissed off towards success. I'm not talking about treating other people unkindly, but you have to be pissed off towards your success. Meaning, if you want to be successful, there has to be a little bit of that grit and aggression to, to get out of your situation. Whether it's an abusive marriage, a mediocre job, um, mediocre fitness level, um, financial health, like there is a way to jumpstart all of that. And I'm a big proponent of law of attraction, but I don't look at it as, well, if I keep thinking about it while I sit here, it'll just magically happen. No way. What I do believe in is that you have to be undaunting and aggressive towards your goals. Whatever those goals are, even if your goal the next two weeks is you just want to get to the gym twice a week, right? For example, because maybe you haven't gone in months. That's your goal. 
hey, do it. Okay, that'll jumpstart something there. All right, if you have a hard time saying no to people when you should be saying no, say it, practice it, jumpstart it. But you almost have to do, you almost have to take a totally and entirely new path. Almost pretend you have amnesia and you're like, I'm just going to do things different. The way I think, the way I speak, the list, the music I listen to, the people I associate myself with, you should practice that. It, that should be a challenge to you is literally pretend you have amnesia and you have to start all over with a whole new way of thinking. Now, obviously, I'm not telling you to fall down the stairs on purpose to the point that you're a vegetable. You, you don't know how to drive to work anymore. You don't know how to function because, hey, you, you took my challenge a little too serious. No, it's not what I'm asking. But uh, what I do want you to try is, again, that mentality of let me literally, it's like, let's flip the script on what I think my life movie is going to look like. Let's flip the script on that. Obviously, to a more positive way. So remind yourself, you every day you wake up, you have the opportunity to be pissed off towards your success, to do something different, and to quit with the same line of thinking. We have more control than we know. We really do. We have a lot more control than what we know. And um, if I didn't, if I didn't do that, I would have. Honestly, I think I would have been content with being subpar, with thinking that, well, I guess I'll just suck at math. I don't speak the language, so why try? I wouldn't have the courage to enter these spelling bees and, and see that even though 80% of schoolwork I had issues with, it was 20% of this good spelling that that I exploited and it became a gift for me to let the light shine instead of the darkness and not being able to speak the language the correct way. And I continuously challenged myself because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be pissed off towards my success. I'm going to quit making excuses. So adopt that mentality today. Take the different path. You can do it. All right. You can literally do it right after this podcast. You can do it right now as you listen to this podcast. Take a different trail. All right. Quit with the same boring trail that gets you there. And you already know that. You already know that paved road. No, take the other one. It's a little bit rockier, but you're going to end up learning more. You're going to end up learning about balance. You're going to get stronger legs. And at the end of it, you get a better view. So use that analogy when it comes to life. It's not that serious. You maybe heard this before, whether you've been the recipient of being flaked, ghosted, stovepiped, breadcrumbed, right? You call the person out and they just simply say it's not that serious. As if you're the problem, right? Perfect gaslighting. You're the problem. You know, it's not that serious. Let me tell you, it is a little bit more serious than what you think. For example, you have a woman 
and uh, a guy, and they're they're about to go on a date. Then all of a sudden, the woman cancels last minute. Guy calls her out on it, and says, "Hey, you know, didn't appreciate that. Um, I valued my time." And this is one of the things I can actually say. I, I, it's happened to me, right? So you know, I'm, all the advice and and perspectives don't don't necessarily have to come from experience, from personal experience. But this one definitely has happened. And the girl responds with, "Hey, it's not that serious, right?" Over text because they're probably too scared to answer the phone. Let me tell you this: Can you imagine a sports team? Can you imagine work? Can you imagine church? If all of a sudden they needed the choir director at a church, and the person just decides not to show up, and the lead guitarist or the or the assistant. Uh, choir director is like, "Hey, where are you at?" And they just say, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna stay at home." Last minute, it's not that serious. Not a cool thing to do. Same thing with a sports team, right? You're at the semifinals, and you're wondering where your uh, power forward is at. Send them a text. Hey. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. And the worst part is when you have to go out of your way, right, to, to say, "Hey, what's going on? You know, you're not here, or, or you know, thought we had something going on." And they just say it's not that serious. It's one thing for them to apologize, right? I know we live in an era where apologies really don't mean much anymore. Everyone gets angry, and and、uh, you know, especially viral news and stuff like that. But you know, it all comes down to courtesy. And it is that serious because it, it could make the difference between someone believing in dating and someone just tired of it. You could be that person that makes a difference. So let's say that they've been flaked, and it, it may not even have to do anything with that person, right? Either because of the weather, right? Just one of those weeks where nobody wants to go out, everybody wants to just stay in and, and ghost and be lazy or whatever, or. For whatever other reason, right? Circumstantial, like he, the person that flakes ends up picking someone else to go on a date with who who's got the six pack abs or whatever, you know. Or, or if it's a if it's a guy, they go for the woman that's closer to them. Whatever circumstance, it's all sometimes feels random, but it all goes back to courtesy. So it is that serious. You don't want that done to you. So why do it unto others? So、um, the attitude of it's not that serious. It's not that serious to you, but you got to see how the other person reacts. And if you don't have, if you don't have the the know it all, you don't have the social awareness to say, you know what? How do my actions affect that other person? Then yeah, it is that serious. You need to look at yourself in the mirror a little bit more. So.、Um, To me, this is a huge character flaw. It's one thing to ghost or flake, but my point being is, if you you take it to the next level of just you know just saying it's not that serious, then guess what? You're just drawing in karma when it comes to dating in your world. Because guess what? That person might have had to find a babysitter, or that person you know they, they were they were ready to put on their the new favorite shirt. Uh, they were ready to, to have a good conversation with someone. Maybe this was their time to, to shine, right? They just—they were feeling it. They were looking forward to, to seeing you, 
and then all of a sudden you ghost or flake them and you say it's not that serious you turn what became a good experience into something just ugly and you know almost a, a very short nightmare for that person because they're like man why am i even trying anymore so um it is that serious okay have a little bit more courtesy don't be the type that uh you know responds with that because to me that that's just like that tells me more about you than the person you flaked or ghosted on so um you know do apologize and guess what if you got a phone number you need to commit to, to using it commit to using that number don't don't just you know you're entertained for a minute and then you got five other people you're trying to you're trying to balance you know so um it is that serious all right folks let's be better examples of the dating world the more we have better energy in this dating world the better it's going to be for everyone else if you want a curated dating experience have you considered matchmaking okay i'm sure you have left and right swiped or have gone to the bars and clubs and joined different organizations to try to find singles. But have you considered matchmaking? The fact is, matchmaking has been around longer than online dating. And you can detail everything from how to parent, how you manage your finances, and no shame, you could even tell me physically what you're looking for and what you're not looking for. So if you're interested in matchmaking, contact me, IG, the dating doc. Or you can also shoot me a text. Tell me that you're interested in matchmaking by texting me at 210-664-0192. That's 210-664-0192. Get on it or stay on the sidelines. So my last podcast, I talked about creeps. I was uh, specifically bringing up men and women, primarily men in this example that I used my last podcast, that uh, are creeps versus those that give off creepy energy. I'm going to talk about nice people, nice guys, nice girls, nice women. Now, when I say nice, I'm talking about generally nice, not those that act nice, but I'm talking about those that um, are just swell, positive people. In some ways, you've heard the cliche of nice guys finish last. Here's the difference between a nice guy and someone who's just genuinely nice. So generally nice people just go out of their way to help people regardless. They don't care about validation. Um, They don't have this alter ego where they're really, you know, out for an agenda. And then all of a sudden, the second they get whatever they need from it after being nice, then they go back to their normal ways. Nice people, on the other hand, they always go out of their way. They're the ones that have candy by their desk at the office. They're the ones that, regardless what life throws at them, they're just nice people, right? It's always like the the little nice librarian back when I was growing up in elementary. She was just always jolly. Didn't matter. Didn't matter if the kids were being unruly. You know, she'd have like little little isms. You know, little librarianisms about her. Even if um, kids acting up, it's like, you know, she's just like laughing, almost clapping along, 
you know, if the kid's acting up, but somehow she would have, she would be able to find a way to corral the kid and uh, the kid would calm down. Versus if she was just being nice, she's the type that, you know, she puts on the facade, puts on the face, and then she's ready to go to happy hour after work because she's tired of, you know, quote unquote, being nice instead of just is nice. So I say this to know the difference because some of you out there, when you first start dating, you, you have to put on your, your, your best face, right? Your best version. Why don't you just be you? And if being you is a problem, you know, if, if, if you're not the, the a-hole no one wants to hang around with, then you may need to check yourself. You need to work on being just generally nice. Now, I can go into boundaries on another podcast. I I recommend you combine this little piece with boundaries because what you don't want to do is be the person that's nice and you overextend yourself. You end up burning yourself out. Then you got no more of yourself to give, give away. And people that are generally nice or just being nice, they can fall into that trap of not respecting their own boundaries. So, um, you know, this rant was, uh, was again, as, as a reminder that, again, quit just being agenda-minded, being nice, and, you know, just work on it. Uh, ways you can practice this is volunteering, is doing things just because you want to, not because you're, you're wondering what the reward's going to be. And I'll leave you with this quote. True character is revealed by what people do when they don't expect anything in return. All right, I'm going to say that again for clarity, for, for just to get it for repetition. True character is revealed when you do something without receiving anything in return. All right, let's treat each other better. Let's be nice daters. Thank you.